0: The Big Ten inks a billion dollar per year deal, and Kevin Warren says, we might throw some cash at those players. Thanks to Fox, NBC, CBS, and most of all, The Cock, for bringing us Big Ten football and basketball. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write—the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined by crew Kevin Greck and Detay, Alex Plum. Gentlemen, are you broccoli or Shop- asparagus?
1: Shopping at Wengers. <laughs> True story at Weg Wengers. Wank- Wagners, Does it matter? Does anything matter? Wenger's. Uh, I am
0: I am disoriented because that is Alex Plum. And the man who sounds like he's coming from an Arby's is Kevin Greck.
1: Hey. There's, been,
0: there's been quite the role
2: reversal. Play action.
1: We're in the upside down. It's fine, everybody. I took out a second mortgage on this new home to invest in better <laughs> AV equipment. Uh,
0: it sounds fantastic. So. We're, we're, th- honestly, we're all very thankful. <laughs> Frankly, uh, you need to change your Twitter handle so you can accept tips because I'm pretty sure listeners would throw you money to reimburse oh you for God. what you've done. Yes, for their that's ears. right. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna put. It, you can uh, PayPal me at <laughs> PlumsNewMike443 at yahoo
2: <laughs> PlumsNewMike right, one through you. ten were already taken, and I'm here just to remind <laughs> you of what could happen, everyone, if you don't go to that PayPal and drop some cash. <laughs>
1: Pay me now.
2: Just go back. What was it? Two episodes where you
0: were the potato? Uh, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If we could ask a small favor, please share this pod with Spartans in your life. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on the old Twitter machine and Instagram at Spartan underscore pod. Plum, what are we doing this week?
1: Well, like every week we start behind the green wall where football at this podcast always leads this week on the podcast, we are previewing the defensive line and we are excited to jump into the positions and the guys who are going to lead them. We'll head then next to discuss a little bit about basketball. We have one hockey update and then we're going to head off grand river where we've got some thoughts on Kevin Warren's, uh, expanse in, um, managing Brinks truck deliveries from the major <laughs> networks and sports finally we will answer your twitter questions which is i imagine the only reason you've listened this far
0: <laughs> uh, yeah we do have one listener who skips ahead to listen to twitter questions and then goes back uh oh it's Clever. uh
1: clava boy a,
0: like how do you eat a reese's cup you know uh all right god that sounds good on that mic um mm. gentlemen uh let's start with our defensive preview uh so I think the place we should probably we'll go uh, sort of back to front. We'll start in the secondary and move forward because I, I weirdly think that it's, uh, it's just simpler. So last year, and the reason being, last year we'll start with the safeties. Angela Gross and Xavier Henderson played the most and third most snaps in all of college football, respectively. Uh so they were very steady. Uh set to start again. Um I guess the qu- the hope, Greg, right, is that uh they play less this year?
2: Uh yeah, you would uh absolutely hope so. <laughs> those types of minutes going on. But I think the most <laughs> important thing is the rumors that are flying around that backup quarterback Hamp Fay might be moving to safety. That's oh. what I got my eye on. That's all that matters. No other <laughs> safeties matter. Jane Mangum doesn't matter. Dylan Tatum doesn't matter. Uh, Hamp Hampfe for safety. That's it. Done. That's the whole now, preview for the safeties. I,
1: my understanding was we were going to be previewing him in special teams because he was actually going to be place kicking. But I don't know if that has been a confirmed rumor yet or not. So I guess we'll stick with him potentially being a safety.
2: Well, this is his I mean, opportunity to play on all three mm-hmm. parts of the ball. You know, mm-hmm. backup quarterback, safety, yep. and... Yep. Hunter presumably place kicker. Presumably. Yep. Place kicker? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hunter sounds right. Uh, he is a, uh, an opposite, uh, Tyler hunt. Uh, he's sort of a Benjamin buttoned
1: Tyler hunt. <laughs>
0: um,
1: <is> setting.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about some cornerbacks because, um, obviously a, uh, at times, a weak point of the defense last year. I mean, it's, it's notable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Part of the reason Angelo Gross and Xavier Henderson played so much last year wasn't that, uh, uh, you know, just because they didn't have a backup, it's also because the team couldn't get off the field uh, on defense. So um, we, we've we talked before, Ronald Williams, who transferred last year from Alabama, had a bit of a rough start to the season and then kind of became not targeted very often through the yeah. remainder of the season, um, had really good size at 6'2" um was quick became as close if you had to say someone was if you had to use the term lockdown corner to describe somebody at Michigan State it was him uh but that left uh two other you know uh receiver defenders exposed um we brought in Amir speed from Georgia, who is, um, if Ronald Williams is good-sized at 6'2", Amir Speed is God-sized at 6'4", um, <laughs> and uh, that's a grec sized man. Um, yeah, uh, um, it, it, I am Amir Speed, actually. It's me. <laughs> I hope that one day you write a memoir, and it's titled, I Am Amir Speed. Um, <laughs> Several people so- will get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Um, backups. Uh, I'll just run through last year who all saw time were Chuck Brantley, Marky, Marky Lowry, and Chester Kimbrough more on Chester Kimbrough in a second. Um, Chuck Brantley had a really nice season for a true freshman though, ultimately went down with an injury. Uh, I think the other names it, it, at that, at that point in time, we have a kind of drop off to, uh, we're going to look at some freshmen at this point in time. So, um, a day Willie is a freshman out of IMG, uh, Academy, but the one that, uh, the, the freshman that people seem really high on is Caleb Coley, uh, who is getting run at, um, both the nickel and cornerback. And then I guess, um, Justin White also saw a lot of play last year. I should have mentioned, uh, Redshirt Jr. Who was, I believe a walk on at one point in time, but, uh, had some big plays last year as well. Um, Indeed. so
2: and the he, story here, though, is a mirror speed, right? It, even though he did get, he lost his starting position on a national championship winning team. like
0: With the that best is defense
2: it, in decades.
0: And, and right. was injured when he lost his job to a guy who's going to go to the pros at the end of the
2: season. Yeah, so there's a lot to be excited about there uh, for a position group that, again, uh, was targeted heavily. Uh, and yes. unsuccessful yes. in stopping passes uh, frequently last year. So... This is this I think this remains one of the like two most important things, like this and the in the tackles, uh are the two most important things probably for this defense taking a step forward from last year. Yeah. Uh well
0: maybe linebackers. Uh mm. two, because we had linebackers last year. We had Quivarius Crouch who we were uh who we all loved his uh strong athleticism but like it burst. was only impressive
2: because he got lost so often um you can't show off your burst if you're where you're supposed to be michael think about it he was he was <laughs> ahead of you
0: the uh the other so the there's some this is where things start to get a little bit weird is because we can talk about nickel and uh and the linebackers. snow yes Darius. So Darius Snow played a lot of nickel last year and uh, netted a ton of tackles. He might have been third on the team last year,
1: second on the team. Um, Uh, Tied for third, 81 tackles, including five and a half for the last.
0: But so Plump, walk me through, because he has moved over to linebacker and it looks like Chester Kimbrough is moving to nickel, but Darius Snow still can play nickel. Right. So, like, I, I think this is where the defense starts getting really fascinating. Is because you this right. is the first time you're starting to see guys who can who can play multiple positions, and depending on what the situation is, we, you know, if it's yep. a run situation, Darius Snow probably comes in to play nickel because right. it's just blow some flexibility.
1: Up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the other way to look at this too is if you've got several players with versatility, then it comes down to a question of coaching. So this is where Scotty Hazelton makes his money um because if he's able to sort of see and tactics in real time where are these where how can he leverage these guys in ways that are gonna you know um take advantage of the skill set that they have snow has the size and strength to be an effective linebacker six Mm -hmm. foot one over 210 200 some pounds so he has he has what you need there which is i guess why they're giving him those minutes right now or at least in the spring games but to your point if he's able to move and this is helpful to the listener because you know that I know so much about football. And so many ways I'm the tutor to this, (laughs) this, my my co-hosts in this, but I helped thought it was helpful to to hear For those of you who like soccer, this is really just for some call me coach. uh, The nickel is really a stopper in soccer, sort of playing between midfield and the defense and having to have the explosive speed of a midfielder to be able to hustle back, to be able to, provide extra defensive coverage where necessary but then also able to sort of advance plays and i know that's a little different in football but um snow is a guy to have an eye on i think this year and i'm i'm particularly excited to see how he is used uh kimbrough i know less about
0: uh i know he likes to hit um and was when he was in was a really physical corner but um the The nice thing about a nickel in a coverage situation, like in a passing situation, is that your job really is pretty one-on-one. It's take that slot receiver and make sure that, you know, obviously you got to keep an eye on a run and all that other stuff. But uh, they, they seem to think Kimbrough will be a really nice fit here. But as we move into the linebacker room, this is where it gets really interesting because again, you talk about Darius Snow playing linebacker who was fantastic for us last year. But he joins a room, Greg, where we picked up two transfers that I think we're all really excited about, plus returning uh, freshman All-American Cal Halliday, uh, who started, I think, all of the games for us last year. So um, we have, who is it, uh, Brule, Windeman, Darius Snow. That's not even including uh, five-star or four-star Ma'a Nateate. Uh, sure. So, Greg, what ben do you take ben from Sumeran's from this there? room? Yeah, Ben Van Sumeren, who actually got a shout out. So, yeah, Greg, what are you taking from this room?
2: Yeah, Van Sumeren apparently getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of uh, a lot of heat right now around the Van Sumeren. Um, but the, I think the story is Brule and Windeman coming in and kind of filling out uh, this uh, this position group. You know, of course, Windeman coming in from UNLV uh two-time All-Mountain West honoree in uh, you know, really, really solid career down at Mississippi State. So these were highly sought-after uh, transfer recruits that decided to come to MSU to kind of compete for this role. But, of course, you know, if a man plays without gloves, he's a man after our own hearts. So getting to see the sophomore campaign of one Cal Holiday and how many yeah. interceptions that dude's going to get with his no-gloves, um doesn't need him. Times one he doesn't
1: arm. need him. He doesn't need him. He's got soft, dexterous hands that can do <laughs> marvelous things with the ball. Supple.
2: Supple. He knows how to caress that ball out of the air yes, and take does. it the other he direction.
1: Mm. He can
2: produce from the ball.
1: And that is truly what the hands are for.
2: Truly. Anything you wanted to make sure we covered with this uh group? I, I think Plum and I just nailed it. Uh, with the linebacking <laughs> core. So we can move on to what I, I maintain is probably the area that I'll be watching the most this year The tackles in the, in the tackles. Yeah. This, uh, we spoke a lot last year about how poor the pass coverage statistics were, but as uh, Tuck and the rest of the coaching staff would point out, a large portion of that had to do with pass rush and, and uh, you know, those types of things. So, that the ends are very exciting but the tackles have some question marks jonesy your thoughts
0: uh i would have gone the opposite direction on where the question marks were um, Do you think so
2: yeah say less uh <laughs> uh yeah i think that's true I'm an idiot.
0: So uh yeah, because we have uh returning senior uh, redshirt senior Deshaun Mallory, returning Redshirt Senior, Jacob Slade, uh Returning Richard Sophomore, who is really blowing up Simeon Barrow, Barrow's uh been, Redshirt yeah. freshman Derek Harmon, who has gotten some love from the coaches and is a at 6'5", 330, a massive human being. Um, and then Jalen Hunt, who uh, is a red shirt junior that has been um Just he seems to have gotten hurt regularly, but has has always gotten high praise as a as a you know a really quality backup defensive tackle. Um, And then that's not even mentioning uh, the sort of uh, top flight recruit from this freshman class and Alex Van Sumeren, uh, 300 three hundred pound freshman, who I think will be an anchor for a long time on on the defensive tackle. So. Greg, I think you just uh, misread the room slightly and you meant to say the defensive ends is what you were really excited to watch of because I think the de tackle play will be fantastic. But let's of say one course.
1: more thing about Slade because I think it's worth just naming this because no one really cares about the Heisman. It's truly an overrated and worthless award at this point. The Walter Camp Award, however, this podcast has been on the record as saying is the preeminent award given to the best player most years and that's not most even credible. a dispute most credible so to hear that jacob slade was named second team preseason all-american by the walter camp football foundation i think is a real feather in that young man's cap also named first team preseason in the big 10 um all big 10 so uh, uh, uh people are saying uh, yeah people yeah. I think
0: I think the interior of the line will be great. It's about, can, you, to your, I think the, the mix-up for you, because Greg, you were saying, right, the problem was getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so it's at the edge where those question marks really came in. Um, so who, who do you have your eye on in the defensive end room?
2: Oh, my man, Chris Bogle. No question. Coming in from Florida. I've been watching tape on him. I have so much credibility with the listeners right now. And let me tell you, (laughs) I have tape. I've just been crunching tape on Chris Bogle coming out of Florida. Physical tape, physical reels of tape. I cut it myself. I use scotch tape to splice them together. And uh, I just sit in my basement. uh, And my wife comes downstairs and she's like, Are you done watching Chris Bogle tape? And I'm like, No, no, I'm not. And I will never be. And she sighs and she goes back upstairs. Uh, But what I've seen in this tape has been fantastic. And I'm just over the moon that he decided to uh, transfer to Michigan State University. Uh, He didn't have a choice. Really (laughs) the
1: only school worth transferring to. I mean, what?
2: I mean, when you're a former top 75 recruit, where else are you going? Talk coming. Talk coming, baby. Uh, Come on.
1: Someone talked well, to about Zion Young. I I want to hear about this edge rusher, uh, purported number 34 edge rusher in the country. Does number 30, am I to be impressed by being the number 34 edge rusher in the country? Zion
0: Young was 30- a yeah. yeah, and was a <laughs> uh, was a big pickup for us in that class. It was someone that they really wanted who uh, you may remember had multiple D1 uh, basketball offers as well.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: or no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. That's not Zion young. It was Chase Carter, Chase Carter. Right, you uh, Zion Williams.
1: Yeah. Zion Williams.
0: Uh, <laughs> built like a, end. Uh, <laughs> the, um, and let's not forget, uh, Jeff Pietrowski. um, oh, like all guys classic Mark D'Antonio style recruit, but, uh, had a really solid season, uh, plugging in for, for injuries last year. Um, Brandon Wright, who former running back who was a third down specialist and uh got home a couple times for a sack, including against Michigan, I believe. Uh well, a, and
1: logged and logged a single game career high with four tackles against Pittsburgh. But don't worry, they almost beat us. <laughs>
0: if, if only Kenny Pickett had been there. Uh they would have and
2: won the last year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and not listed here uh is we talked about Jacoby Windeman uh, who's playing linebacker before playing linebacker for UNLV. He was also a defensive end and is apparently taking reps there as well at Michigan state. Uh, so I, I think at least in passing downs, you know, clear passing downs, they are going to put on that line. Anyone who can get to the quarterback, whoever is best at getting to the quarterback will, will get reps there. So I, I think, Greg, to your earlier point about like why this is the big question mark is not only do we have multiple personnel who can play this spot, but we also have Brandon Jordan, who's got a, a you know a whole off season and and preseason of of you know teaching on pass rushing.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, and with the turnover in the position, with the and the entrance of these new guys, part of this is chemistry, right? Part of this is how do you fit into the new scheme, so. In terms of not returning a ton of talent, I think this is a, a to your point earlier, crack. Uh someone's point earlier, definitely uh an exciting area. D E defensive excitement. Defensive
2: <laughs> excitement. <laughs> okay. Is uh, the that's <laughs> the joke of the year. <laughs> only
1: only this reason.
2: Uh <laughs> All are, right, are we done uh, torturing people with our
1: <laughs> with our preview
2: now? You guys, we know
1: things, and now others know things.
2: I sincerely got multiple texts this week, being like, "Hey, uh, I hate preview episodes." <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. We didn't even talk about Atavian Brown. I don't think so, it's even about us necessarily. I think the people just they hate, hate preview this. episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's weird. I I enjoy a preview episode. I enjoy well, a preview episode, but well, you know we what do it, it anyway
2: because this, is our, this is our podcast. It's not their podcast.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. this
0: forces me to learn everybody's name, and you know what? Sometimes that's a useful exercise. Um, I
1: bought new microphone equipment for this podcast for this. so that we could preview the defense with integrity,
2: and I could mistake the defense and, and lo.
0: And, lo, uh, Greg nearly says that the DEs are a special teams unit. And uh, Well, aren't they?
2: There's Can't good. they be? Aren't uh-huh. all teams uh-huh. special? Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. They are. They all are. All right. Let me tell a you from all my Chris Bogle film, very special. Just very ask, special ask Camp Faye.
1: Guy. Just ask Camp Faye.
0: All right, the two... Oh, my God. You know what? We're not doing previews anymore, ever. Uh,
2: <laughs> no, they special win. Special teams, will play we, If we stop doing previews, they win. They so. win. They
1: can't win.
0: <laughs> we, we, can't, we cannot give in to our listeners. Honestly, they need to hate the time that they spend with us. They already uh,
2: do, and they keep coming back. Yeah, I've also heard that from directly yeah. from listeners. Um, yeah. All right, should, should we... You mean your wife? Yes. <laughs> and his mother. <laughs> Who who refuses to be a guest on my Chris Bogle dedicated podcast. Um, down Chris Bogle film all the that's, time.
0: That's your Patreon. Uh, Do we,
2: are there other sports on campus? Should we talk about those real quick?
0: Yeah, there's yeah. two that we need to talk about. Uh, so real quick note, basketball note. Um, and I don't know that we actually talked about Jeremy Fears going to overtime elite on the podcast. But the plan was that Jeremy Fears was going to... Uh, not do a traditional uh, senior season of high school and go to overtime elite, make money, and then, uh, you know, retaining his eligibility to play in college. But uh, he is, uh, he's dropped out and is going to be playing his final senior season at his high school to play with his brother. Yeah, um, Worst. Who, uh, also his brother just took an official to Michigan. Um, and Jeremy accompanied him and uh, photobombed nearly all of his photo shoot. It was fantastic.
2: <laughs> part of me loves this, part of me is like, What a bummer for his little brother, but but mostly I love this,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm Can just something... gonna, we've offered his brother, so you know, yeah.
1: I, I want to understand this better because I, I don't understand it. My, Limited understanding was that as soon as a player started collecting dollars, a salary, money, to play, they had lost their amateurism. How is it that overtime elite or whatever the fuck is allowed to pay players a salary, and yet they somehow they maintain their college eligibility?
0: Because they're using their name, image, and likeness to promote yeah. overtime elite. It's their name, image, so and it's, likeness it's, it's, that... Oh, that's new.
1: This wasn't historic. This is part of the NIL. Got it. It Yeah, and and you have
0: to be within a state. I I mean, uh, well, I guess it doesn't actually matter if you're going to Overtime Elite. but uh, So yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Some states are allowing also high school players to profit off of their name image and likeness. But um, but, yeah, so that's... uh, Overtime Elite is, generally speaking, just a social media sort of presence of really clip-based basketball more than anything else. Um, But... So it was cool. I thought that he was going to go make money. You know, we didn't talk about it, so I didn't think it was cool enough for us to mention, but I do think it's cool that he's going to go do his senior season with his family, and that's nice. So
1: I think, And more importantly, uh, um, uh, honoring, paying homage to the Spartan faithful on Twitter, all of us, complete yucks, he got on Twitter on Thursday and said, Spartan fans, we still good, hashtag go green, and a ton of green hearts, because he knew that this could potentially rile the base, and... Because too many of you out there insist on tweeting at 17-year-olds when they make decisions like this. You foresaw and forestalled your ire. Well done. Jeremy, baby. I'm sorry that you felt you had to do that. Yeah. yeah. As
2: a fan base, uh, we should do better. It's, I,
0: I promise it's coming from a place of fear uh, and not loathing.
2: Um, Jer-
1: Jeremy fear?
2: No. Ah. Yeah. See what like you literally there. coming from a place of fears. huh? Uh, really all right. The other thing
0: is hockey. we have going to talk about hockey uh, because a whole bunch of kids signed up to play hockey at Ooh. Michigan State doing hockey things. Wow. Uh, and apparently what? one of them is a top 10 hockey player. What? And then there were some other ones that I think we're excited about doing that hockey thing. And we're like top um,
1: thousand or something, which is crazy too. We'll take a top 10 hockey player. I, if I say hockey enough, it makes does it A, better. the
0: word begin to lose meaning and you kind of get stuck mm-hmm. in the sound of it? And then no. B, does it add credibility? Anyone? It Certainly, does.
1: Not with you. But I think the better question <laughs> is what was his name? Can anyone find his name? This
2: top 10 oh. kid? Well, he's a yeah. 2006 kid, right? So I had. Yeah, he's okay. T- I'm not worried about him, okay? Yeah, great. Yeah, he's
0: doing next year with the uh, the national development team, which what is, is his a nice name, way... like
1: Dirk or like <laughs> Thor, you know, something Scandinavian. Good for him, good for him.
3: Uh, gentlemen, uh,
1: before we uh head off Grand River, I think it's important we take a break to review. What we're drinking this week. And that is an important thing to do to acknowledge and honor our longtime contributor. In fact, the most important sponsor that this podcast has ever had. Well, you can't say that right before we go to the, <laughs> right before the other sponsorship. Well, uh, that, we, we, that we could all have, have been our executed favorite better. Uh No, it's Michael Jones. And Michael Jones, the real Michael Jones, has given us this week to slurp. Mm, great verb. Bamboo rum. Bamboo mm. XO. Do you have the XO? Michael Jones?
0: I do have the XO, and XO. Uh, I think it is delicious. I, I, you know, we're big fans. I know Greg is a big fan of the XO. Uh, he did it with, a, I think, a Fago creamsicle. Or, 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 oh, uh yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, Greg, I want you to tell the fine folks out there what you are drinking, because I think the story behind that beverage— is fantastic.
2: I, yeah, truly, this is the most important of all of our beverages. Uh, I'm broadcasting live from my mother's house uh, this evening. And uh, mom uh, likes to keep a couple extra beers in the fridge for her tevy when he's around. Problem. Not around a ton. So uh, I did a little rummaging, and I found myself a nice Samuel Adams winter lager that I'm sipping on right now. And you might say winter lager this is not a winter it has been a minute and that's true but here's the thing i don't think this winter lager is from last winter No, i think it's several it's, winters it, yeah I think it's yep. probably like 2019 I winter or something
1: <laughs> uh, that's generous i was thinking 2018 in fact i'm not even sure they make it anymore so that's that's special what you got there this is an
2: antique her. beer that i'm i'm sipping on over yeah. here right now let me tell you gets better with age
1: I doubt that's true. Uh, the bamboo is great with a little LaCroix limoncello. If you haven't had the limoncello LaCroix, highly recommend it. It has a little bit of mouthfeel to it, has a creaminess, mm. really complements the bamboo XO. That's a Beyonce song. And if I knew it better, I would try to sing it right now. But I don't, so I won't.
2: Does well, LaCroix limoncello have a sprig of of uh, like, uh, like sugar cane in it, like some high. <laughs> some some high value limoncello uh, yeah
1: it Michelin. yeah it actually it's the it's the uh it's the one uh fizzy water that Lacroix actually puts in a glass bottle so really just <laughs> really to just demonstrate it but 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 truly uh well, michael, michael jones has been a fantastic sponsor <laughs> he's certainly not the best sponsor because uh, there is no best there's no there is no best How could we love there all be? Equally. we love yeah. them all
2: differently right they're all our children And we appreciate each one of them.
1: In fact, we love them so much that we love them when they swap around jobs. And that is what our sponsor this week has done. Not jobs, but just places where he does his job. Really the greatest job because he's so fucking good at it. That's Mm -hmm. Brandon Sands. He's with Gold Star Mortgage and he's your guy. If you are in the market right now. To get a home loan or to renegotiate your existing loan and get a little HELOC or whatever it is, a little money out of the house, now is the time to do it. Brandon Sands, spells Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z, we don't know why, ask his parents, would have you know that even though home prices are not going down, in rates are expected to continue to increase. And so waiting it out, waiting it out for those uh, rates to drop not going to save you money if the trajectory continues you fool what are you thinking you're dumber than my audio used to be bad so (laughs) we recommend you look him up if this is you right now is the time you've been waiting for a sign this is the sign gold star mortgage is a fortune 500 michigan-based company it funds over a billion dollars in mortgages annually Brandon's team has over 100 years of combined industry experience. They're licensed in 32 states, which includes the entirety of the Big Ten footprint and future Big Ten footprint, Sands, Iowa. Yes, that's Sands with a Z. He adopts adopts a consultative approach. His rates are among the best in the country. He, He has what you need. Just stop listening to us. Pause the podcast. Pick up your phone and call Brandon and look him up. Look up Gold Star Mortgage backslash Brandon with an E. Sands with a Z.
0: Yeah, did uh, did Grex Refi and uh, and and was a uh, solid uh, consultant for me through the process. Um, wasn't at the company he used to be at. Wasn't licensed in my state, so I couldn't use him. Um, all right, let's uh, let's head off that Grand River for a minute. And mm-hmm. um, Greg I'm gonna I'm gonna let you kick this off uh, because <laughs> we we talked last week about the big 10 media deal rights uh but they have been finalized and they are yes a lot of money
2: <laughs> then it was all rumor and innuendo now we got concrete figures uh and it would seem that the big 10 is going to pull in something uh on the order of a billion dollars a year uh just for its its major uh media rights deal. so that's with with uh, CBS now, uh, in addition to Fox and uh, NBC as well. Uh, so, peacock. They, peacock? And, and yes, most importantly, the peacock. So, you know, scrape together that $5 a month for those 45 dedicated men's and women's uh, basketball games. Because they're going to be on the peacock from here Even on MSU out. MSU
1: men's swimming and diving, will they have that on peacock?
2: Uh they'll they'll just <laughs> they'll just do a live look at a shutdown pool, uh the IM circle pool, and you'll see like the cockroaches scuttle around on oh the pool. I think I think if you if you get to the Peregrine Falcon cam at Spartan
0: Stadium, if you look very faintly in the background, you can see that cement space.
2: Mm. <laughs> um so That's it's a sad. lot of money. Uh in fact I think it's uh around double what the SEC is gonna be getting for the next several years. Um, and the interesting thing, uh, is, well, there are many interesting things. One of the interesting things is that ESPN and ABC has no presence in this. So bye-bye ESPN. We are not going to be on your properties anymore. It ends something like a 70 year partnership, as I understand it with ABC. Uh, and, uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on that guys that, do you think that you this is a ESPN? M- yeah. Do you think this is a mistake? Do you think, do you think ESPN has the mind share that it used to have? I mean, they used to be the worldwide leader in sports,
1: but when you have certain idiot hires, historically like Dan Dackage and stupid Paula, fucking who cares how you say her name, you know, I, uh,
0: mouthpieces,
1: and you've got Stephen A.
0: running literally 9 a.m., or yeah. 7 a.m. to, like, 7 p.m. on your network. Yeah,
2: my understanding is he is 80% of their uh, television yeah. programming at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, that's, that's, not it's not a, a bit of a
1: joke, but, like, not really. Uh, but, I mean, define joke. But, yeah, gone are the days of Stuart Scott. Gone are the days of Rick or Rich uh, Eisen. Is he still on a a radio show? Yeah, he has. Sure. No, I know, but I just... And like, Chris, what's his face? The big guy with the hair? I know, this is great podcasting. No. Oberman? No. Oh, Oberman, yeah. uh, Yeah, Keith Oberman. But no, Chris, uh, the big guy. Anyway, deep voice. Oh, Berman. Berman, Chris Berman. You know, those are the (laughs) guys my dad (laughs) listened to every single Saturday morning. That's what I remember from ESPN, you know, Center, And that... I don't know. I, I mean, listen. I know that's absurd. People are like, "That's a twenty years old fun." That's truly irrelevant. And you're an imbecile. But I'm just saying. To but your I think point, that's
0: the relevance of of ESPN because I think ESPN yeah. has gamified a lot of their shows, Correct. Um, or it's 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 turned largely into uh, you know a, a, a CNN for sports right? with just people yes. yelling at each other. Yep. Uh, yeah. And and the to, the the point about Sports Center that I think is is interesting is that it is uh it is the old heads clip which is now on twitter yes so that's the essential
2: thing is that social media has replaced all of the important parts but yeah but college game day for better or for
0: worse and i think we'll we'll table some of the convo about college game day but for many folks is how you kick off Sure. A college football Saturday. If you know, if you're planting in front of the TV and you're like, "I'm watching football today," yep. like
3: you ESPN's turn into game day. Yep.
0: And but like, but even if you did that, then you flip to your game. Like, I, right. I just don't know right. that ESPNs right. can afford to just not
1: talk about the Big Ten anymore. Well, whether or not yeah. they can afford to, they're, that's how it's going to be for the next what? No, I mean, five but, years? like, they still have to talk about us. Seven years. That's oh,
0: sure seven so yeah. I, I don't I don't know that I care i I do so the the interesting piece though, Kevin, to just like because I want to let you get back in here, but and talk about ESPN, but as a side note, which I think is relevant, is that apparently Amazon actually had the highest bid for streaming really but they They chose to go with Peacock as a continuing to lean into your historical networks.
2: hmm. So they um, trusted, yeah. because Peacock is affiliated with NBC. NBC slash yes. Tom cast, you
1: but yes. Wow. Well, yuck. But yeah, so much for legacy. Well, okay. Go, you go, Greg, and then I'll say some stupid. I
2: things hadn't heard way. that. I, I hadn't seen that that nugget. Um, I just I heard it today from Couch. So okay. I don't. I think that that's very interesting, especially because I I think they're going to get some grousing from folks about. Uh, the peacock and i think Love a lot grouse. of people have prime so i uh, did you yeah. choose the
1: word grouse because we're talking about peacocks and other waterfowl or i did no? that, <laughs> that just, was on that purpose just happened.
2: it's not just yeah. you with a wordplay mr plum <laughs> some of us can do a really poor job of it thank you very much in the limericks um so i yeah i i the thing that is in terms of where the games are going to be uh, I think ESPN is the most interesting thing. I, we know, of course, that Fox have launched their own uh, morning show, uh, Saturday morning football show. Big news. Yep, that was getting a lot of a lot of positive reactions uh, from what I saw online. I also wonder out loud with Game Day: Does anyone actually actively watch it? For me, in my habits, it's like something that I put on and like yeah. check in and out of. But it's right. not like that's it. They don't inform me of anything, you know. No,
1: it's 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 like it's the oh game day's on. I guess I don't feel bad about opening this beer at ten thirty in the morning. That's a house. Oh, oh, that's a house. great point. It's
2: a yeah, it, it, it gives us permission. Corso yes. seems drunk, so I must yeah. be
3: <laughs>
1: stupid.
2: <laughs>
3: mm. Okay,
1: but let uh, me ask a question about prognosticating around Notre Dame mm-hmm, because I mm-hmm. sat on this podcast last week. That in some ways of thinking, it may be that the deal with NBC wasn't meant to facilitate Notre Dame's continued independence, but in fact, was the salvo they needed to actually align with the Big Ten because the media rights would be respected through this arrangement. Yes. And sounds like someone else doubled down on that opinion after yeah, listening to the pot, I'm sure.
2: Of course. It does seem to me that it, it sort of eases that transition significantly. Um, and really sets that situation up to take place. If it's going to, uh, there are reasons you would want to do it. My understanding of this is that they are going to be stuck in the afternoon and prime all NBC primetime games will be big 10 games. Is that correct? Yes. So that's interesting. Their
0: AD, their AD is selling this as like a continuation of independence that like, We're happy to be the lead in. This actually works out well for us. It gets more Mm -hmm. eyeballs on our game. Um
3: and but the thing is, I, I like I don't know I don't know that you needed to give
0: any sort of like lubricant to to ease the transition for Notre Dame over to the Big Ten via NBC. Because Kevin, we just signed a billion dollar a year deal yeah whatever their buyout was with nbc we could have paid for wouldn't have mattered wouldn't have mattered it, like but I, that's the piece of this that i don't understand i mean it is the, versus like the yeah sure i mean just it in comparison to the acc's like grant of right deals which i think it costs 500 million to get out of that
2: it's effective it's just like a, a million bazillion dollars to get out of it you guys you you yeah. have a million bazillion dollars sitting around.
0: I mean, that's a, that's a half a year's worth of uh, or a half of your revenue from an entire year of of your media rights deal. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I get why you're not plucking an, an ACC team, but I mean the and the, what's funny to me about Notre Dame is that the amount of money they get for their media rights deal is like fifteen million dollars. But aren't they
2: now going up to something closer to sixty? I think that's still less than what a Big Ten team gets. It is. That's less than what Northwestern gets. and they're
0: bad at all sports. Yes.
2: Yeah. So Rutgers is walking around with its brand new handbag, just showing it off. Yeah. And just you know, Notre Dame's looking down at its rosary, like, oh, these could be, these could be beads. I mean, here uh, here's my sort of. I kind of, something that I
0: I like about this is the predictability to a degree of Big Ten programming. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that you will have a Big Ten program on at noon on Fox, you'll have a a Big Ten program on at 3.30 on CBS, and you know at night there will be a Big Ten program on uh, NBC. And so that covers, what, six out of your 14 teams. And then... You know, you're going to be able to pick up between FS1 uh, and is Paramount Plus getting a, a streamed game as well? I
2: Now that I've seen, it's possible. So, so but, the cock is picking up the rest? Yes. And those games are going to be hosted by the St. Peter's basketball team. Uh, mm, mm, all of them. Mm-hmm. They've taken over the pecock in the last year. Uh, it's just theirs now. So honestly, uh, they've earned it. Those gentlemen yeah, have earned it. They have. Yeah, no, this is great. Uh, it's gonna be a bit of a transition for some of us and some of our habits, but uh, I mean, m- more, more is the Big screen 10 time. Still around? Yeah, <laughs> just getting walking around, happy to pick up the peanuts. Probably gonna get Barbasol commercials back on the air because their games are so so last last grab at the straw um but uh very lower
0: than peacock
2: the other thing worth pointing out and i think this is brand new i'm not sure that this has happened before in college athletics is across the different networks as jonesy pointed out there's going to be that sort of throughout the day uh that process they're going to cross promote the big 10 on different networks so even if the three thirty game is on CBS. They're going to talk about it in the morning on Fox. That's so a big deal.
3: It's that's huge. A big
2: deal. It tells you that with this deal, not only is it the most lucrative, but the Big Ten is the center of it, and that that's massive. Like that's I've never seen that done in college athletics before. Uh,
0: and I, I think, I think that really just, sorry, Greg, because I I know we probably want to move along from this, but I, I think that's a real testament to the value of the big 10 property mm
3: -hmm. and,
0: and the brands associated with it. And because like radio and, um, uh, well, like in contrast to a podcast, right? Like, you know. It's it's hard to really think of other Michigan State podcasts for example as like competitors to us because it, I don't
2: because who could compete like it, it, with us
0: you know well that and also like it you either listen or you don't and like it's 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 not like it, most folks aren't confined to one podcast in a week and we're not mm-hmm. up against someone else's time slot or something like that so Whereas like in radio, you know, one morning show is competing and that's another morning show. One, you know, one sports show is competing against another. Big noon competes against Game Day. The and and because CBS and ABC and NBC and Fox are historically have been, you know, really territorial, the fact that the Big Ten got them to sign off on, you're gonna promote someone else's game. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna be I, telling like telling your I think viewers. that's a, to, to go watch NBC, yeah, yeah. that's. I, I mean, I like it's not only did they secure a massive amount of money again to your point, twice as much as the SEC, but then they also got them to violate a norm, a, a, you know, an industry standard norm. I I think that's pretty incredible. Um. So anyway, sorry, sorry to belong or belabor the point, but like I I no, thought that no, was no. stellar.
2: A couple things, uh, also that are worth calling out. Built into this contract are escalators that people, uh, I've only seen speculation that those are about future expansion, which I think Kevin Warren on HBO Real Sports this week acknowledged that the Big Ten is still looking at. Um, Just having this TV deal doesn't mean that expansion talks are over. They can still definitely happen after this, and it's built right into the contract.
0: So explain that for folks. So that means if we add more teams that your sort of price per unit ABC or I'm sorry, NBC, CBS, uh, and Fox, you have to pay us more because now there are more games.
2: Correct. There's going to be more yeah. inventory. I I don't think any fan has ever thought about it this way, but every week in the Big 10 there are seven football games, right? So, that's inventory being put on the TV and it's still seven, right? 14 I was two. just
0: thinking by weeks I didn't know how that
2: Yeah, uh, whatever it is. Uh so when more teams are added, that's more games every week to find a place that's more ad time to sell. So, um, that's what all of that means. Um, the other thing that Kevin Warren said on real sports was he brought up just point blank paying the players when you're throwing around these types of numbers. I think everyone just after they kind of recover from it, um, realizes that this is just ridiculous that you can't directly pay the players after this so he brought that up uh and you know we've been very critical of uh the ncaa on this but we have here a leader in the big 10 wanting to take the initiative on this which i think is very exciting and kind of goes to show that while you know, he got off to a really rough start, uh, you know, taking over the reins in the middle of a global pandemic. He nailed it on this contract and he's on the forefront with paying the players, you know, Plum, you, you talk a lot about leadership. Is there anything about this that really stood out to you with Kevin Warren? Well,
1: I, I, to be completely honest, I, I don't look at Kevin Warren as a leader per se. I mean, he has rarely been in front of the right things generally, I think he takes way too much uh, direction from the ADs, and maybe that's his job. But um, this does seem like uh, an edgy thing to say. I would also say to you that it is a thing that you can say fairly easily without any recompense. You know, that there's there's no one that can hold him accountable to say, you know, I think we got to pay the players. Like, that's an easy thing for him to say in the Big Ten. Because I think he said
0: literally the paychecks have to start coming in too. So like,
1: yeah, I mean, so uh, you can raise anything in the passive voice. So, you know, I, I, again, I say, I don't know that Kevin Warren is your guy for leadership, but I do think, you know, uh, is he initiating the conversation? Maybe. Sure. Okay. That's good. If it happens, it's not going to happen this season probably, but if anyone does it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Mel Tucker. And anyway, with this money coming in, I mean, I don't know what these schools are going to fucking do with it. It's, this is insane. Good for them. <laughs> They're going to pay themselves. They know. Do it you is.
0: think Rutgers will still have an inflatable practice facility?
1: Yeah, of course they will. The
0: they thing have to. It's,
1: it's
2: on brand for New Jersey. Yeah, you got to have the inflatable things. Uh, do you, the thing that's bananas to me, and all this money that's coming in is: Do you remember life before the Big Ten Network? Where I think I've brought this up before. Where like these Big Ten games would be like maybe on like. Instead of some public access show, and you could you could like just remember like if it wasn't on ABC back in the day, like it was just wasn't on TV, uh, you know, in in my youth, uh, so like just to to see what this inventory is being valued at these days and how different it is from what wasn't that long ago, you know, ten fifteen years ago, is really striking. To me though
0: i also remember the big 10 network being like uh it was a thing to have to go home for an away game when we were in college because there wasn't quite the same guarantee you'd have access to the big 10 network if mm. like if for us it was fine because we were when you remember the, the initial media rights deal they said no 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 comcast if like or whomever Like, if you're in the Big Ten footprint, you have to give people the Big Ten network. Right. And then they got into a whole spat with Comcast about that. But for a while, if you weren't within, I think, Comcast's footprint, you didn't necessarily have access to the Big Ten
2: network, and we had it on campus for sure. Yeah, I remember the dorms, going to the dorms, uh, even though I had moved off campus for a couple of the Big Ten network games. I think I also remember, Jonesy, didn't we go to a... (laughs) <laughs> we go to a bowl game in our hotel rooms in Florida had the big 10 network, but our houses back in East Lansing yes. did not.
0: <laughs> that's that's correct. And, uh, I, I mean, it's, uh, it was, I think at the t- early on, the big 10 network was also vi- like rotated weeks where they got to pick the game first. So they were taking marquee, uh, marquee games. Um, Where it was like, you know, (laughs) like we're going to take Michigan, Ohio State this week. And it's like, guys, why are we
3: putting, why are we
0: putting, why are we, I don't, I don't want to give them too much credit, but why are we putting on the Big Ten Network? Uh, And now the Big Ten Network seems to have found that it is like eighth fiddle. And I, and I love that for them. Yeah. Uh, So last quick note um, in all of this that the Big Noon uh, media personality panel has been released and Urban Meyer has found his way out of canceled jail, uh, and is back.
1: Proving um, that Fox knows no shame. They truly have no lower bound. This is completely on par for Fox.
2: Fox.
3: Vision camera
2: segment every week d- called "Swinging Through the Big Ten or "Swinging Through Campus" with Urban Meyer. Wait, did he land on swinging? Because that feels consensual <laughs> to his spouse,
0: versus, uh, let's say, digitizing a stranger um, is a oh, better way of. God,
1: digitizing was <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the choice you made there. Holy fuck!
0: But you I knew mean- what I
1: meant. Well, everyone did. I want to know what kind of hostile work environment he creates on the set of Big Noon on Saturdays. You know? I mean, Mm -hmm. what intern is he going to have sit on his lap when he's recording in between takes? I have real questions about the administrative decisions happening. I don't have any questions about these. These these people are fucking obvious. This is...
0: The, the frustrating thing is that when before, well, we, I think we all knew that urban was kind of the worst, um, but before it was, you know, on, on camera and video, uh,
2: admittedly his commentary was not bad. No, like, I learned things about football when he was talking. Well, he's
1: not, no one thinks he's an idiot, but it's like, you know, Harvey Weinstein knows how to produce a great movie. Uh, we've made some decisions about that, you know, fuck.
0: Yeah, this is a, a true question of separating art from the person. Wow. Yeah.
2: The art. Uh, <laughs> the art of him talking a, about football.
0: <laughs> just remember sad pizza urban and, you know, uh, and that's not his lowest moment. So No, uh, not
2: by a long shot.
0: <laughs> um, all right, let's, uh, let's do these Twitter questions like we do that hockey, shall we? Yeah. Oh, hockey. Uh, All right. First up, McHammer Legos. Is my first rush attempt with Kenneth Walker on Madden being a 75 yard TD, a sign that MSU will have a great year again?
1: Yes. Obviously. Full
0: Obviously. yes. Did we talk about last week that uh, John Kirby tweeted something out about that? And, and I realized that I'm kind of angry at, um, at Kenneth Walker because like if we don't, have that first this year that game. i'm just dis- yeah. that i'm disappointed
1: well I, the the conceit to the question is the fact that the way that madden is structured anyone who attempts a first rush attempt with walker will score a touchdown it doesn't matter how many yards it is that's just the way they programmed the game to play it's like, I like a little like that. easter egg yeah i I love that easter egg yep
2: Smart. it's it's taking a new step towards realism um this year in the madden game Uh. Matt Sheehan asks, uh, who is him? So I love this
0: from Matt Sheehan, uh, host, a friend of the pod, host of Lockdown On Spartans. Uh, you know, maybe check it out later this week. We'll see. Um, but a uh, little, little, little pre-plug there. Uh, but, guys, I like this as an additional tier to the guy and, and dude line. Him. There's a there's a guy, there's a dude, and then there's him. And there's
2: him.
1: him.
0: I I love
3: this uh and I guess Matt my pick is Jacoby Windeman. Mm. I think oh. I think he's him. Uh,
0: give Darius Snow one more year and it's wow. Darius Snow's year to be him, because Darius wow. Snow's already really? amazing. But I think I think we are gonna do some weird shit with Jacoby Windeman, and I'm here for it.
1: Wow. I'm still team Cal Halloway. Cal Halliday. I don't know his last name. Doesn't matter. He's him. He doesn't need a last name. The Cal, man. him, three letters. That's all you've ever needed. The himmiest him.
0: Greg. Greg, you got a him on this?
2: Uh, I'm not ready to, to declare a him yet. I, I, Loser. After we do our offensive preview, I'll have a him. You, we did the offensive preview last week. I have to read oh your God. special teams preview. I'll have it. Yes, oh my yes. Bryce Barringer for him. Twenty twenty two is him. It's so hard to choose a hymn when, as LeGarvert is about to ask, there's one true reigning hymn, yes. and that is from Anthony Garvert. If you had an opportunity, had the opportunity to interview Drew Stanton, would you just stop doing the pod forever? This oh. feels aggressive
0: like a upper deck jerk guy question. Like yeah. can I it, arrange for you to stop doing the podcast? Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, I honestly think I, mean, I would feel empowered to keep doing the
1: podcast. That's right. It's the raison d'etre. How do you stop after you do that? That's what gives the full integrity to the uh the podcast.
0: Because then I've just become friends with Drew Stanton. He may not know we're friends, but we've become friends i don't know where he lives arizona
1: nothing <laughs> what no let's talk no. off one maybe <laughs> uh, uh next
2: up from garvert's prop bet of the week number of tom iso national titles from now until his lifetime contract ends versus mel tucker <laughs> playoff births in the same time span this one's very good over over oh, no. over over yeah. over over over. You put the over under on, uh, .5, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm also over-over. Oh, over. .5. I missed the point. <laughs> yeah, just, you thought it was five straight up? I know. It was I like, would... five? What are you I fucking just... talking about? I would still take the over.
1: They
0: get yeah, it
2: every year.
0: Every <laughs> At this Good. point in time, you have to believe that Tom Izzo... Like, Tom Izzo's starting to approach cursed territory... Um, well, so I'm, I have to believe that Tom Izzo is closer to a national title than he was last year or the year before. Like, I mean, and so
1: the question is, is he and, closer to death than he is a national title? That's what we need to be asking. Uh, and I think Mel Tucker 2025, I think is our goal.
0: I think 2025 is the goal right. for a, for a playoff berth.
1: Nope. This year, but that's fine.
0: Yeah. Unless it, well, I guess if Izzo wins it in. 23
1: or 24 or I guess it would
0: technically be 24
2: over over. I stick with it. Yeah. Well, uh, earlier uh, I had said positive things about Garvert and we had truly buried the hatchet. But now someone's getting really big big with this britches over here asking yeah. now that i've leapfrogged you in terms of social media presence how do you plan to garner back my attention slash listenership i'll point out to garvert you were in charge of our social media presence for a period right. of time and while right. the content was spectacular it did not catch on with follows on instagram so we're going to need you to get back to that i mean the question is also, were you even trying
1: Anthony, (laughs)
0: Um, I I also want to just plug. Garvert released a, uh, uh, you know, they've they've got these things where it's circles of people around your your Twitter picture, and Mm -hmm. it's like these are the these are the accounts that were most interacted with uh, by you, and we were on that inner circle. Love that for us, but other than one other Spartan account, the remainder were Wolverine accounts, and the difference between you, dear Sharkvert, and us. Mm. is that you leaping us is your allegiance to the Who? land below ours. Yeah. Um, and so, you know,
1: what do you uh, why don't you check men yourself? Are asking.
2: Also, have I'll you, point have out Have you sold your soul? That he made these gains in social media access by doing a a clip of the CBS uh uh college football soundtrack to punting, you know, time honored tradition okay. in the Big 10. Uh, mm-hmm. And it included a number of punts that happened in the big 10, but not the most important one from the last 10 years where there might've been some trouble with that snap. It seemed like a huge that's, missed opportunity. That's, that's not
0: all. a punting. That's not a punting clip. That's a snapping clip. Greg.
2: Ooh. <laughs> it was an attempted punting that didn't, that didn't quite take uh,
0: place. He He did address this. He said it was just for current big 10 punters and, The level of nerd that had to come out of the fingers for that response. I was like, wow. All right. Next up, listener Mike Jones. I've always thought the Ohio Turnpike sucked, but man, is I-80 through Pennsylvania, hands down the worst highway in America. There is literally nothing. Why didn't any of you warn me? I feel like this one's actually for me.
2: Yes, this is directly to you. Uh,
0: So, listener Mike Jones, I'm a big fan of I-80, actually, through Pennsylvania, Uh, Largely because if I'm going to Michigan, it's that or I-76. And I-76 costs $40 to traverse as a toll road. And I-80 is free. Uh, Also, I-80 has, in Pennsylvania, the highest point on I-80 east of the Mississippi. And there's a little sign denoting it. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, And you get plenty of sheets, which is a uh, a famed sort of... uh, gas station slash tap the touch screen for a custom ordered thing uh
2: your your take is wrong i'm sorry getting cheatsy getting cheatsy with it uh next up from the true mike jones uh since we were talking defense this week which position which position group leads the team in sacks lbs or dl's which player leads the team in sacks
0: Greg redeem yourself here from your DTDE uh, mix up earlier.
2: I'm going to am I'm, I'm going to give it to the the DLs on this one, but I'm not confident. This is like an aspirational pick, I think. Um, but usually it tends to be the linebacking core on most teams as I recall correctly. Um, what do you guys think for leads the team in sacks? Who do you got on this? Is it my is it my guy? Is it my is it Ooh. my man's? Is it I my mean, man's who? coming out coming out of uh, Florida? My man's Chris Bogle. Bogle, yeah. Bogle.
0: Uh, I'm gonna I'm it? gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a spicy pick. I'm going Brandon Wright. Brandon mm. Wright. That's my spicy pick. Pis-y-y. He had
2: uh he had one and a half sacks against Pittsburgh, but my man Chris Bogle. Averaged one and a half sacks a game in twenty twenty one. Holy so.
0: shit! No, all right, okay, all right. Chris Bogle, mm. Chris Bogle. Mm. Holy wow. shit! I didn't, I did not know that. Oh yeah, my why do you think I'm
2: watching all that film? It's not oh. just to avoid my wife. Keshe. Although that <laughs> That's is <ranty. laughs> That's right. That is a benefit. Uh, and finally, for Mike Jones, uh, good thing you guys held off on the special teams preview. Our starting kicker might not even be on the roster at the current moment. Eyes emoji. Things may be happening. Do we talk about uh, rumors and in innuendo on this podcast? Uh, What's our editorial standard on that?
0: Here's here's what I there's there's a kicker who entered the transfer portal. Some folks who follow recruiting follow that person, and I think that's all the heat that uh, that can be seen. Mel Tucker has not followed this person as a as recording, um, but uh, I think the thing that concerns me about this rumor and in innuendo. Hmm. is that our eight-star kicker Jack Stone, who was still in a competition with uh, Stephen Rusnick, <laughs> Plum's face is going out of control, uh, walk-on Stephen Rusnick, that's what concerns me, is that between the two of them, they're like, you know what we'd consider? We'd consider a walk-on transfer to add some competition oh, to that room. That That bothers me. And here's the thing, maybe you shouldn't worry about kicking until you need to worry about kicking, but my god, you're gonna
1: know you need to worry about kicking right away. And it'll away. be too late, and it's going to be too late. It shouldn't be an eyes emoji, it needs to be the lips emoji. That's the only emoji that's acceptable when we're talking about kickers. This is not good, and now I'm upset. We laugh about Matt Coughlin, but he was kind of reliable.
2: And his never, dad, for- so. never gonna might-
1: forgive his his fiance, but
2: that's neither here doors nor there. Doors are hard, okay, Alex? Doors are doors, doors can are... Be very
0: difficult. Uh, well, you're not a rum guy, but you were hitting that rum tonight, and I love it for you.
1: Neither here nor there.
0: Bamboo is great. <laughs> Bamboo is great. Say it with me.
1: is great. Bamboo is groovy. But, Next yeah. up! Next up from Joe Ashworth, the ashiest of all the Joes I know. Truly, dude, invest in some lotion. What's a classic movie you saw but didn't appreciate as a kid, but is an absolute banger when you got old enough to appreciate it?
2: Hmm. I don't know that I have one of these. I An absolute banger. Well, I suspect I might have a finer appreciation for Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Now. I was literally just going
1: to say that. I haven't seen it in probably 15 years, and that is too long. Yeah. Yes. I love that's me really-
2: some, some Cohen Brother flicks, uh, but yeah, I remember hating that yeah, when it came out. Yeah. I think just because people played the soundtrack too much.
1: Yeah, and that's I was fair. not
2: into it. But it's it,
1: funny. Go ahead, finish it up. But
2: it's been time heals all wounds, and now it's been about the same duration for me, and I wonder if I'd really enjoy it now.
1: I remember my mom watched things like um, Death Becomes Her and you know, things like that in the eighties and nineties. And I'm sure I want, and like, what the fuck is this? But now is like an openly very, very gay person. Death Becomer is like the Halloween movie to watch. Like, <laughs> so I think that that's, that's, that's not Rocky horror. Well, that's a given. That's a cult. I mean, you can't really, okay. you know, Priscilla queen of the desert. You know, that's the kind of shit we're talking about. So. Got it. Love Got it. it. Uh Grooch. Why don't you pick the coach you think most likely to win the applicable Coach of the Year award? Mm. That's what's the
2: second question this week. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I, I think we're all... Coach of the Year award, I heard, this year is going to be awarded by NFT, and there's only one coach who has experience now uh, in that in that scam approach. So I, I think it's got to be uh, NFT Coach Chuck of the Year. Uh, no mm. doubt, which will then sell did, for four ether. Did you hear that, uh, uh, BYU
0: has entered an NFT marketplace? No, like just yeah. BYU in its entirety. Yeah. The, the football team in particular is part of, uh, some not, I, not, no, I think it's endorsed by the athletic department. Actually. It's not collective nonsense. Uh, so I don't know if, uh. If your if your friends at work had anything to do with this, but it is, uh, it like they they were like, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna monetize our brand as crypto is tanking. Like it, honestly, here's the thing. You there's a lot of things to say about Utah. We'll say, but mm-hmm. the 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 spirit of Utah. Is, is really good at um,
3: uh, sort of preparing for the long haul. This feels really
0: edgy for them. Like, the things you can't do on BYU's campus... And they're like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get into crypto. <laughs> we're gonna get into
3: crypto.
2: Here, but you've got to remember, this is, uh, you know, it's got a libertarian streak to it. It's anti-government, um, and that really appeals to the BYU, uh, the BYU crowd. So yeah, I didn't realize there's a whole fort in
0: Utah where the feds used to spy on the. Uh, for
2: on sure. The- oh man. Uh, it's also taking money. And putting it away for long periods of time, which, uh, you know, the Mormons love to do, um, to, you know, where it can't be taxed and those types of things. So, Well, it's, they um, keep it in their
1: undergarments, as I understand. That's right. That's because
2: right. there's three there's layers the of, of them, them their to keep very, it chased. Very chafing and itchy, I'm told. Uh, and then finally from uh the ashiest of joe's uh i don't have a real number three so this is kind of 1b the moral of the story in tombstone that capitalism ain't worth it question mark i think i remember tombstone
1: yeah i think that's the wrong read on tombstone i mean isn't it the whole point that capitalism is worth it that in fact the good outweighs the evil that the i mean in some respects the gang were the communists because they were trying to steal and redistribute? So really, isn't what we're doing here like protecting the sanctity of the capitalist enterprise? Let these is ruinists... Robin Hood a socialist? Of course, yeah, the worst kind. Friedrich Hayek was not not pleased. No, uh,
0: I remember liking Tombstone, uh, but I enjoyed it at a young age where I didn't uh, pick up on the. uh, Marxist uh, or anti Marxist overtones around the
1: not I'm, I'm really just attributing them. Great costumes. Uh, that's all I'll say is great costumes. I'm going to have to rewatch movie, Tombstone. Yeah. Anything any that has that too. Bill Paxton and Kurt Russell and fucking. Oh. Sam Elliott. a headline about. Yeah. Oh, yeah oh, Sam, yeah, Sam yeah. Elliott? Was Elliot. Danny Glover? Val, in that movie? Val Kilmer? Yep. Dan, Danny not, Glover was in that too, right? I don't think so. I could I think, be wrong, but I don't. Yeah, think that's I think the right. cast was a little more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's why I thought he was like an endearing. Uh,
1: no, remember know. Val Kilmer is the one that like, spoiler alert, stop listening if you're gonna go list, watch the show. He dies. I think of Billy died. Zane, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, there's. It's got a lot of Jason Priestley. Holy. The guy. Yeah. J- Tombstone. Oh Anyway, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Tweet at Joe Ashworth and at this podcast. Let us know what you think. Is capitalism dead? Probably not. Maybe it should be. Next up, Thomas Zambiasi. When I see his last name, I want to say Zamboni. It takes every ounce of me not to say next. Why up, would you do that? Zamboni. First, I'm sure he's He'd never heard. I'm going to start before. pronouncing your last
0: name with a. I'm going to start pronouncing your last name with a B.
1: It used to have a B. So why don't you? fuck all right one because of their prominence in the survey could game day upgrades aimed at donors supersede any that would benefit regular fans could the athletic department be risking alienating large parts of the fan base with this technically
2: two questions cheating well he did only give us two questions so i guess we can you know we can
0: make it and greg greg you spend the most time with the survey what do you think on this
2: well i i at first I thought, I think last week I said that it was a fine survey. They probably get good data from it. I think it's probably not the right survey to send out to the entire athletic department because it was so focused on the premium stadium experience. Um, I think premium, dude, totally totally premium seating. Like they didn't really get any good data from me. They found out that I'm, cheap, which they already know. They could have looked at my (laughs) my wardrobe funds and my wardrobe. Yeah, they they could have looked at the way that uh you know that I go to their games. I
3: don't know. I don't
2: know. There there are a bunch of ways to figure that out. If you
0: price something the right way, like someone like me, who Mm -hmm. only gets to make it for one game a year, may actually be depending on how like you know life is shaking up, may be inclined to pay Uh, a decent chunk more for a can't read, can't write uh, sort of shout on the the billboard. Cabana cabana seating. Yeah, actually. Mm. We should look look into that. That, I'm sure they would love to promote our podcast.
2: Actually, it's a good point. They might have gotten good data out of me because I did probably the only premium seating option that I offered any interest in whatsoever was for one that isn't premium seating at all, but gives you access to certain amenities that are available in the stadium that sound a lot like what we experienced uh at Indiana last year. Um they have like this like food and drink area and like socializing patio um that certain premium tier tickets can get you into. Um and it's yeah. Um so maybe they did get good data out of me. But yeah, I think they probably could have learned a lot more if they'd asked other things about the stadium um that were more applicable to everyone or about tailgating generally Mm. Uh, although i do think reading the message boards and reading twitter some of the takes about the stadium are a little bit out of date um you know for example now the south part of the end zone is open to tailgaters to use for restrooms now i understand that you know if you're if you're spending the money for the for the tailgating lot just south of the uh, stadium, then you maybe, you know, you you aren't the normal people anyway. But the amenities have been improving steadily at Spartan Stadium. Um, but yeah, they probably could have asked things about like the concourse. They did ask questions about the, uh, the different concession options um, that hopefully they get some good data out of. Um, but yeah, Thomas, I know what you're asking at the same time.
1: Great. Guys. Next up from Thomas
3: there. Zambiasi,
0: Favorite <laughs> plants on campus other than the pineapples. I didn't we know have we pineapples? had pineapples. Uh, I'm sure. going to go with the buried seeds of beal.
1: Yeah. They up yeah. every
0: 10 years.
1: No. We're looking at Riddell's Goldenrod. Riddell's Goldenrod, certainly a preferential favorite. Highly attractive to bumblebees but highly attractive to all kinds of bees. Pollinators are our friends for the future of the earth. It's Redell's goldenrod. That was right. the correct answer.
2: I'll also give points for the, uh, the pizza plants at the children's gardens. Um, <laughs> those were a big part of my childhood, and I think they're still there. So. <laughs>
0: Uh Goldenrod was just a uh the color of the paper that uh, report cards were printed out on, and that's all I remember.
1: Yeah, not much. Next uh, up, Eland Bloom. Eland Bloom, have you? Greg, had... have you? Ha- oh yeah, go ahead. No, let's read this it together at the same time. Yes, right. this is. Have this you had, <laughs> had
0: the Peyton, <laughs> Peyton Thornburger, Thornburger at, at Hopcat. Hopcat? What? <laughs> Oh, we this was uh this is an improv it thing. So we well hit each other
1: at a different uh, <laughs> playback ratio. Apparently, that was really bad. What are your thoughts? If you
0: haven't, please do, please so, do so and report and back, back next
2: back. week. I've not had just one Peyton Thornburger. I've had multiple Peyton Thornburgers, and I'll I've not had it. You. Can we can we do it when I go to the game? We absolutely yes. can. If you yes. step foot in yes. Hopcat yes. and you leave without having had a Peyton Thornburger then that's you're going to hell when you die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's absolutely. correct. Plum, here's what we're going to do.
0: I'm going to stop by your house. I'm going to see your yep. house. And then yep. we're going to immediately leave your house immediately. Go to East Lansing, say, Greg, yep. sorry, you're not working tomorrow. No. Nope. And then you're getting, the or we're just going to, we're going to treat his place like an Airbnb and we're going to mm. go do our own thing. And I think that actually, I like that. We'll take Zill with us. It'll be fantastic. Yeah.
2: Be, and we're all going to have Peyton burgers and annihilate the uh, sewage system at the house. Excellent. Um, Michael Jones.
1: I, assuming everyone stays healthy and nothing strange happens, what is the best and worst record for the football team this year?
3: Assuming everyone stays healthy. Ooh. If
0: everyone, truly everyone stays healthy, uh, worst record is eight and four. Okay, um, that's good. Uh like I think the wheels come off on the bus if we get a bad injury season.
3: Uh best. Eleven and two. That includes a bowl
0: game. No, tw-
2: i I'll, Well, you need a big ten championship to, game in there. Oh, there you two, go. 11 wins. All
0: right. All I'll, right. I'll go thirteen and thirteen and two. OK, wow. look, because it, it, I'm taking an Ohio State loss. I'm going to bank on Ohio State losing to someone else. And we have the tiebreaker for some bizarro reason. That's yeah. the best case scenario. OK, like it, I have I have no reason to be able to control any of that through this question. So we and that, that makes us go to the Big Ten championship game. Obviously, we're playing the West, so we're gonna win.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, uh, well, then Ohio we... State
1: would have to lose to two two teams in that scenario.
0: No, no, no. We would lose to Ohio head. State. Ohio State would lose somebody else, and then yeah, for some they'd reason have head to
1: head. We...
0: To head. So they, they lose oh. again. Head so They lose they, again. They get right. two losses. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. But so I'll fine. take two losses for Ohio State. You're right. Sure. Did Either play way. Purdue this uh, week. Yep. And then we and then yeah we go to the we go to the the Big Ten championship game. We beat because they're in the West, and then we get rolled by somebody in the playoffs. And well, Clemson's back. And and we, it's good.
2: It's the Michigan story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, beautiful. Love it. Love it. Uh,
2: and finally from Elon Bloom, uh, what is your guess on who will be the kick and punt returners this year? Again, uh, another so, audible
1: Bryce Berenger is going to kick the ball. He's also going to return the ball. Perfect. And good for him.
2: What a him move. What a him uh, move. Uh,
0: Real quick, Jarek Broussard, they, uh, they did clips of Jarek Broussard on the social media. Uh, they had him mic'd up. Uh, they had him doing uh, kick and punt returns, ah. um, which is interesting because that was Jaden Reed's job. But I don't know if we didn't talk about this, but um, uh, who's the new quarterback? Uh, why can I not think of his name? Big time recruit. Yeah, Katen Hauser. Katen Hauser. Kate Hauser was made uh, available for the media. And let it slip that Jaden Reed has been in and out with the injuries. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Kate Nelser will not be talking to the media for a little while.
2: (laughs) But but that means maybe we don't put him immediately on kick and pump returns. Although I know he does want to do that. So,
0: I mean, it's probably his ticket to the NFL.
2: Next up from R. Sawyer. By 2050, a third of the country will have regular occurrences of temps over 125. Give me your weirdest slash worst solutions for how outdoor sports are going to cope with this. And then she adds uh, that she apologizes. She worded this like a Monopoly
0: question. (laughs) Uh... Our Sawyer, uh, no, yours was yeah, just two lines on the sheet. <laughs> it, it it read with normal diction, cadence, without extra use, uh, and, and you didn't fine.
2: bring in some weird like historical fact that has nothing to do with uh, global with the... warming at all. Like,
0: you yeah, you quoted an article uh that folks, can, I think, it was a WaPo article. Um So. Uh, that they're indoor. I think that's that's the solution. It's
1: the only solution. Yeah, it's, it become we effectively become the Middle East. I mean, if Qatar can host the World Cup, then you know Tempe can have an ASU well, a Arizona game, or
0: Tempe doesn't, or <laughs> but Michigan can.
1: Yes. 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 Great Lakes. Great Lakes. Great times.
2: Thank you, Great Lakes. All well, right.
1: N- next. Go ahead. up. This
0: continuing the focus. focus
1: on special teams special teams <laughs> Ross L's retweets but isn't big on original content so what a shart- so what's a chartless ranked pod to do or to post in order to get picked up by a former corn husker Susan <laughs> we- seek we- help we spent an hour before we hit record today deciphering this question. The best thing that we can decide is you need Valium <laughs> and lithium, <laughs> and we're afraid for you. Uh,
2: <laughs> did Ross L's, L's does. former? Does he have some connection? Is, with but how is he picked? How is he being picked up by us? I I don't is no Ross idea.
3: L's
0: there is Hornhuss? this
2: saying, this. How are we going to get retweeted by Ross Ells? Is that what she's trying to say? Oh,
1: Ross Ells is his, in his fourth season at Nebraska, and in his 26th season, he's coaching their their linebackers and also no, special. Ross teams. Ross
0: Ells is our coach. Yeah. Well,
1: but then he used to be there. I guess I'm very confused.
2: We, we all are. Uh, I think uh, what why is he, still like he wrote... listed
1: on Nebraska's website?
2: Well, they have a lot of stuff to focus on. I'm not surprised that they haven't updated the website. Um, There, a whole offensive line vomited on the computer that was supposed to update that, and they weren't able to use it. Yeah, can you believe bragging about that? By the way, it's such like an old dumb. So for listeners like, that don't Brian know,
0: Kelly would be excited about this.
2: Yeah. Like, for listeners. That's a good point. Yeah. For listeners that don't know Scott Frost said this week in a like positive way that it was meant to, you know, it was meant to add credibility to the team and make the fan base, you know, think that they're working really hard. He said that he sees with the, their new offensive line coach, he sees that the offensive line is vomiting like 15 times a, a practice um and uh yeah let's
1: it's the lack of awareness it's always in the midwest it's always going to be he voted for donald trump that is not in dispute no one no doubt, no one questions that he is excited for maga to continue to grow across the country that it's weird
0: to me that texas has urine charts for like your sobriety or for your for your hydration level like what Yep. And 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 Scott Frost is like, guys, your peas not out ye-
3: there. Yeah, is your
2: pee's not yellow. Do you have normal pee, bro? Like, like, Please it's sniff it.
1: yeah, it's
2: not good, <laughs> not good. But you know, we're just, we're just an alt left woke run amok podcast here over here. Run
1: amok, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, really leaning into it now.
0: Yeah, right. now being left is believing in hydration.
1: Uh, All right, <laughs> right, next
0: up from Mom, I believe a more cogent
1: question careful careful Careful.
0: (laughs) regarding giving up 4222 passing yards in 2021 mel tucker said well she's quoting mel so it's already better we were last in the country last year dead ass last now that's going to change what goal are we aiming for Dead donkey? That's an ass model, I don't yeah. Dead <laughs> elephant? Why are we killing elephants? Uh, or bringing the players focus together and unifying spark? What?
1: Oh, you no, came for credit? Here, yeah, yeah, good try. And that's why I said read it first, dumb-dumb. Listen, <laughs> we're going for dead elephant, Susan. We're going for dead elephant. Why be Give me that up ass- Why be dead ass last when you can be dead elephant last?
2: Sounds so, better to me.
1: Yeah.
2: Jesus. Uh, and finally, uh, we weren't speaking of special teams, but she should have been best. speaking of special teams. I'm betting my nickel on the defensive dynamic duo of Henderson and Henderson to create the brotherly battle zone wherein which opponents go to wallow. This is what she wrote! Oh <laughs> my god! What, what, what say you, you to this chemistry experiment?
0: <laughs> so I just realized, Xavier Henderson's I assume brother is on the team, and I assume as a walk-on.
2: Sure. To create the brotherly battle zone, wherein which opponents go to walk.
1: In which I mean, well, well done, well done. Moving your prepositions around—that
2: was. Next well up done. is Mr. Ronnichance. Uh, I just ah! want to say, I want to see a game someday where we have Mamapalif doing color commentary on a football game. I, I, I just you know, what? I would love to see that take place at some point. I yes. I
0: think that sounds yes. to me like uh the in the office where um uh Creed talks about having a blog. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Ryan just created a word doc that was like, you know, creed backslash.com dot backslash dot com backslash dot edu. Like, whatever. Like, yes, I, I that that is the same same vibe. Maybe uh, we could Monopoly.
2: Rip, we could sell it as like a Patreon. It's a Patreon. It's a Patreon. Uh, all right. Wow. Next up from Mr. Erotic Pants, who will be the first of you to vomit on the podcast? Well, none of us try hard enough. Uh, no that's true
1: sunday if we did this on a tuesday you know for sure
2: (laughs) wednesday midday yeah like if i've had
0: my morning vodka then it's fine
1: it's fine i'm all i'm all for it
0: uh Uh, next up from mr Rock pants can you insist that alex plum declares with a straight face that quote because this is the podcast for the people at least twice a podcast also minutes of hate should resume i Mm. should do that
1: Frankly, now that the, the the, you know that you have the it. mic
0: that isn't
1: uh, listen, uh, and with this microphone and Raymond's consistent questioning, I mean, this is exactly what a podcast for the people deserves. So I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. For the people, for the people, for the people. For the people. By the and people.
2: finally, for Mister Neurotic Pants, will the network television deals result in the Big Ten Network being relegated to the dustbin of history? No. It's Wait, already a public accessable network.
1: I just have to go back. The minute of hate did resume. I gave Fox sports a minute of That's hate. True. It wasn't quite a minute, but I did earlier. So that no, was here it Raymond. an
2: unofficial don't declare it. it. Yeah. I'll declare
1: it from now on. Yeah. Uh,
2: just better than local tele televised street preachers and QAnon's who speak too close to their mics. That yeah, feels very, yeah, specific I feel personally. I like kind of like this question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I mean, this is exactly what the Big Ten Network should be for. I I don't think they should be taking the marquee games. Uh, They should be where.
0: For Nebraska Northwestern when it's not in Ireland and on week zero. That's that's what it's for. It's a week six Nebraska Northwestern. That's it.
1: But that's what it's always been. And that's what it should be between that and FS1. So good for them.
0: Uh, FS1's a better network by a lot.
1: For sure. Sure. Fine. Fine, whatever. However I access the game on my smart TV.
0: (laughs) Next up, always thinking 1835. What type of... uh, What type of... We get it, you're rich. Uh,
1: (laughs) Come look at my house, you'll know I'm not. (laughs) uh, What type of
0: inclement weather would you least like to be in for a football game? If you had to choose, which type would you most prefer to sit through? I think snow is the most preferred answer. Yeah. Right? Oh, and dude.
1: Rain is and rain is for sure the least preferred. Sleet sleet
0: sleet. Sleet sleet. sleet. Yeah.
2: Although I've uh, said rain. Yeah. If it's a if it's a warm rain, you can handle it. To me, the most miserable football experience I've ever had was at a northwestern football game where the wind was whipping in off of the lake. Always and it whipping
1: was in off the lake.
2: Just absolutely miserable uh that will remain probably forever my least favorite football experience
1: northwestern's college soccer stadium is literally on the water it might as well be played on a fucking navy ship docked in the water it's so (laughs) close to it and you could have a sunny 80 degree day that feels like it's 67 because of that fucking wind it makes playing goddamn near impossible because you can't predict where the ball is going to go. Truly Northwestern foolish and why they're never really successful in soccer. All right. Next up from always thinking 1835, what's something you know to be bad, but most everyone thinks is very good. Something I'll refer to here as the Mugatu phenomenon.
2: Uh, I'm so proud of this question. You get a, Zoolander reference. I'm all into the timely references. We know that from earlier. Uh you're putting a label on something that that I don't think was previously labeled, and you're doing it here on the pod. Uh problem is I can't think of anything. What do, We're what do you We're trendsetters.
1: Um someone someone unpacked Mugatu phenomenon. I'm gonna be the dumbass in the room. I don't know what the hell that is.
0: No, I had to Google it too. It's Will Farrell's character character from Zoolander, the oh, uh so Mugatu, the Malaysian yeah. fascist yeah, or no no no, he's not Malaysian. He's he's trying to kill the Malaysian prime minister. Prime minister, yes.
2: Yes. And he's a highly regarded fashion mogul, but we know that he is evil. Uh, We, the audience. Um, I'm going to say something like, food that is is made at high effort just for improved taste, uh, that would be my Mugatu phenomena. Food is sustenance. Eat, move on, continue to live. That's all that matters. Don't waste my time with, like, 500 dishes and 400 different ingredients. Do you also subscribe to the
0: uh, Donald Trump uh, theory that, like, the more your heart beats, the closer you get to death? The body is a battery. (laughs) (laughs) So why would you elevate your heart rate? Um, I will... That's I'll, I'll, I'll I'll take two here that will be unpopular. Mad Men and Breaking Bad... Suck. Oh!
2: Uh-huh. Not not even like just not for me or imperfect. You went but straight to suck. You
1: went right to suck.
2: Well, all what right, fine. I'll take, I'll take
1: I'll
0: take to you. I'll take breaking bad is not for me. Mad Men sucks.
1: Mm. I don't know. I don't know about that.
2: What, what we got it, phenomenon. What do you got, Plum? Um,
1: um I'd have to think about this
0: knows to be bad though all right that's that's
1: it yeah but i but i something you know to be bad but most everything thinks is good i mean okay i can't i can't say this out loud yet what you
2: (laughs) Ah! (laughs) turn that volume way up listeners (laughs) that's a that's a pro Uh, tip give me a month give me a fucking month that's That's pro tip right there uh and finally from always thinking 1835 which of the following options would you choose to transform into this is like an animorphs question uh a camus squirrel for a day b msu dairy cow for a week c red cedar duck for a month d stadium peregrine falcon for three months or e zeke the wonder dog for a year
0: wow so the problem is ah. that the squirrel has actual predators on campus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's for totally sure. Fun. One of them has been noted. Uh, and I've seen hawks on campus, mm. but I probably will take the squirrel for the day.
2: And just mm. hang out in a tree and just get it over with.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, like, none of those are cool, <laughs> except for the falcon, which... Too long, Zeke. Yeah, too long. Too long.
2: Way too yeah, long. I'll, I'd choose. I'll take dairy would, cow for the week. Uh, you're probably not. I would not choose red die. cedar
1: duck for the month. I would choose the duck for the month in the fall as a duck on the red cedar. That would be an incredible month. Oh yeah, Way the mobility so out of a
0: squirrel, Kevin. You would get to see so much of a campus as a squirrel. That's true,
1: but you only have doing. a day. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I don't care. The thing with duck, I, for a I, month it's is better than a week high. as a cow. Um. Uh, yeah. All right, next up, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. Let's get over this question.
2: I know <laughs> we... you get close, but have you ever thought about getting fall down drunk before
1: the pot? We talk about it every week, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. We just fail to be able to do it.
0: Yeah. We, we normally are like, we have to deal with your questions. We should probably get wasted. And then we say, yeah, but we have listeners that we like.
1: A
2: truly odious so... fellow. And we Mm -hmm. leave this to Mama Belief to do before she... uh, God help us.
0: Up to Jerk Guy, I dare you to show your face this time around at our tailgate this year, which maybe we'll talk about afterwards, but you you weak son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Next up
2: from the the Jerk Guy, how many Melting Moment sandwich cookies do you think you could eat before you had to throw up? The answer is like 1.01 like <laughs> i love a melting moment sandwich but it is work when you're getting to the I end am f- of that thing
1: fairly certain that jones <laughs> you and i split one last year when we were at the game did we? Together. Oh, i'm fairly certain these, that's yeah, a way to
2: too. go man those things i've really yeah. split it oof.
3: Yeah. uh
2: and then uh, finally from the upper deck guy do you ever think that people are laughing at you instead of with you plum has a limerick
1: I have a limerick. I have a limerick to answer your question, you shitbag. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: Sunday night is quite right for some rum. Rye, vodka, or sake made of plum. What this podcast lacks in decorum or tact, it makes up for with copious, dumb, <laughs> <laughs>
2: It felt like there was another line that was supposed to be there. <laughs> just, well, when do you, when that. you end on dumb that way? It's perfect. <laughs> That's how you
1: know that we're getting laughed at instead of with.
2: All copious, right, and copious, dumb.
0: Uh, all right, Plum. Next up is Vodka Soda Nineteen. Do you think with the Big Ten cutting ties with ESPN that will change the amount of time college game day spends on Big Ten campuses?
1: Yeah. Too? i mean why would they be there why would they show up at all
0: yeah you it would have to be It would have to be like a number one number two game or something similar right you
1: i don't know do they show up do they ever show up at a game that they're not televising yes they do okay. yes
0: yeah so uh i think um what was the g- was it uh the Michigan-Michigan State game this past year, Game Day and Big Noon showed up and that was a Fox uh, game.
1: You're right. Okay, good point.
0: Uh so I assume that they would go, but now that they have no media rights possibilities, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Greg, do you think Game Day would ever show up to
2: a Big Ten game yet at this point? Like a Big Ten, Big Ten game? I think they will, but at like one tenth the regularity that they did before, you know, mm-hmm. like because already Game wasn't day, great. Game mm-hmm. day does go to games that it doesn't cover that are on other networks. That does happen. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, But it's not frequent. Like they're going to have every incentive to, you know, ignore the Big Ten as much as possible. So yeah, get used to seeing uh, the Fox Saturday morning uh show on
0: campus and tune in to the pecock uh all right last from vodka soda and then uh we're almost out of here uh gentlemen uh do you think that the game day crew is good or can be better and is it sadly despite my corso joke earlier time for Corso Corso to part ways uh i'll i'll at least chime in on corso no is my answer for him like uh, does he contribute anything no is he clearly lost out there yes but he's not offensive like Lou Holtz offensive
2: <laughs> oh god uh,
0: like yeah no no right no right that's the thing you can say with Lou Holtz god yeah. get out foul,
1: of here foul foul lee corso yeah. is
3: it,
1: harmless yeah just an old man just a very very old man if you want to look at death, look at lee corso i the, here's the thing <laughs> Jesus. It, 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 college game day could be better and we all know how it could be better there is one individual who brings both mirth and wit to college game who should be on it every week. The only person to correctly choose that Michigan State would win that game, Ken Jong. It mm-hmm. has to be Ken Jong. That would be great. And I know who he should replace and it's not Lee Corso.
0: Oh. It's the dumbest of dumbasses and it's get Desmond Howard out of there
2: because yeah. he is an idiot. Very dumb.
1: Very Greg, very yeah,
2: dumb. It's interesting how Big Ten heavy the hosts are for that oh, for that show yeah even how I wonder if it gets turned rooming. over uh, yeah well they they're not going to want to turn it over cuz it's like their show uh, i don't know uh that's cuz even like Reese Davis spent a ton of time in Big 10 country and kind of considers himself a Big 10 guy i think um so uh, but yeah yeah the other thing speaking of course of being death like if you made the decision to remove him his blood would be on your hands like that that would just end his life what little life is left in that in that reanimated corpse would would then escape yeah. and that would be i unreal. know
0: for a, yeah for wildly very different reasons and so i'm not don't take this as like justifying anything but the way that that paterno passed yeah. like yeah. the second yeah that that job was taken from him corso same thing same uh dead uh I'm I super ne- I'm super curious now, though, if they they revamp the brand. Like I I wonder if they change change the talent because Herb Street's moving to the NFL at this point in time. Like they might revamp the brand and make it all SEC dudes. Could be. Mm. Uh, but either way, uh, I, I think they're fine. I I don't. I think Herb. I think Herb Street is good. I think. Reese is a great. Uh, what's the role that I'm supposed to play here? Host?
2: Moderator. Uh, yeah.
1: D-
0: yeah. Leader. Just,
2: um,
0: uh, and then hogger of <laughs> the waveform. Is that on Plum, the business card? You, Plum, thank you for that. Uh, and then, but the the, the other two. Miss me with that. Uh, Miss
1: me with that. <laughs> All right. So, do we, so wanna, do we want to do we want
0: to do we want to talk about the game real quick? Get it, get it out there on the ether.
1: Oh. Yeah, go ahead. This is do it. Right. Say it. Fuck the golden S- gophers. Say it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, it, last year we, we decided to, uh, make a reunion for, uh, everyone's favorite D two team
1: that we played.
0: Yeah. D Uh, this year we will be doing our big 10 opener. Uh, I will be back in town. Plum will be in town. Uh, Kevin just can't leave town. Uh, and and so we will be in East Lansing doing a can not read, can not rate uh, Well, we got to talk with Jared Bear, but... Tailgate! Tailgate! <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
0: where we park uh, ourselves on the edge of the, s- the North
1: Parking Lot? The and north I park myself
2: line. on the ground. On the
1: ground. Yeah. Yep.
2: So anyway, we will be doing that for the Big Ten opener against sounds amazing Uh, on that new on that new microphone it it sounds moderated (laughs) uh honestly it's like if john if john
0: Kerry did a did did a blast storm that's what it sounds like uh anyway it'll be a good time uh if anyone wants to join us we'll get more details as the time comes but uh we would love to see uh some of you again uh and if the epic jerk guy is not such a son of a bitch
1: guy (laughs) howard
0: Cow- yeah cowardly cowardly more cowardly than a duck on canvas yeah yeah, right. quack gentlemen, uh we are like we' are twelve days away from football season
1: it's happening, it's going to happen
0: all right, go green go white
1: go height oh, that sounded fucking hate an aspirator hate an aspirator. <laughs>